Uh, so I've got a bad back. Anyone else got a bad back listening to this show? It's a nightmare, isn't it? I've got sciatica. Really sore down my right side. Pins and needles and stuff in me toes. Really weird. Been walking around like John Wayne. It's because our baby daughter, Stella, as I mentioned last week, uh, the other week on the show, uh, she's 21 pounds. She's a little unit. It's unbelievable. Uh, so it's been making me... It's just been killing me back. I've been trying everything. Physiotherapy. Even got out the TENS machine. You know, that little electrode machine thing that we had when Katie was pregnant but sitting there watching EastEnders in the evening with that stuck on my back um, and that's not kind of done anything this morning I had a, uh, a, a an appointment with a local chiropractor and you know what? he did something that for the first time out of all the appointments that I've had with other people actually helped gave me a bit of relief and this is what he did I was face down on his little table thing and he got hold of my right leg and then pulled it up and away and then just for a second it released it must re- release the pressure uh, on the disc, which is obviously popping out a little bit, and then releasing the pressure on the trapped nerve. And it just it just blown, blew my mind. It was unbelievable. It was brilliant. And I've got another appointment at the tail end of the week, and I just want more of that. I want more of that stuff, because it still hurts again now. And this is where you guys come in, and this is why this is an unusual start to the Home Time Show this evening. And I nearly bottled it, because I thought, we can't be doing this first hour, but we're going to do it. We're too late now. I need to come up with a way of pulling my own leg. You know, you think you know those Leonardo da Vinci drawings that he did. You know, he's always doodling when he's on the phone, wasn't he? And like loads of string and wheels. And so. I, I need something like that because I thought, right, I'm going to go home and do that, but I can't. You can't pull your own leg. Do you know what I mean? Because I've got to be face down and it's got to be up and away. So if you if you've got a little engineering brain going on, you want those problem solving people. Have a think about it. I'm, I'm willing to use anything in the house, in the workplace, or whatever. String, belt off a dressing gown. Uh, one of them big exercises. We've got one of them inflatable exercise balls things. That'll be good. If you think of a way that I can pull my own leg again, relieve the pressure on this back pain that's just absolutely killing me, I'll be forever great. It'll be like taking uh, a, like a spike out of a bear's paw. I'll follow you around. You know, like what happened with the backstory to Chewbacca and Han Solo. That kind of thing. 8 12 15 to text the show. Martin says, I had it for nine weeks around Christmas. Naproxen anti inflammatory tablets work well. I don't want to be popping the pills, the Bob Martins. You know what I mean? The lowest point for me came when we were on holiday in Bristol last week. I was walking around with that um, green Puma bum bag. That, do you remember that thing from the show a few weeks ago? I was carrying me, me p- painkillers in that. It's just awful. I, at one point, I unzipped my bum bag by College Green, took Neuroph- two Neurofen Plus and swallowed them with a can of lilt, and I just felt like end it all. Uh, someone says, Bush, get yourself a muscle gun. Uh, I had back problems for years, and it works wonders. Weird enough, I have bought one of them, and do you know what it did? When we checked in at the hotel, it went off in my bag. I looked like Dirk Diggler. So any suggestions, welcome. Chris says, uh, I'm pretty sure this will work. He's sending a photo. He says, BDSM means bush disc strain manipulation, right? Not according to that picture, Chris. Thank you. Absolute Radio on Twitter for that. Uh, Try swimming, especially the breaststroke. It worked for me, says Christine from Argyle. Thank you. Uh, This one says, rocking back and forward as far as you can. Work for me. Uh, Granger from Alfredton there. He's had it for years. Uh, this one here, also quite confusing. Bush, a pickaxe handle and anchor point. Lever the problem back into place, says Matt and Carl Shelton. It's very kind of uh, uh, physical, but I don't know if that's going to be the thing that's going to do the trick. We've got Hank on the line. Hank, what's your suggestion for a thing or a gadget that might work? It's what they call an inversion table. Now, I've, I've heard of these. I had a little look online, and it looks like something that uh, the Spanish Inquisition might get information out of people uh, during the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah. That's it, yeah. It's on, a, it's on like a framework, and you hook your ankles in the bottom of it, and then you turn yourself upside down. People pay good money for that kind of action in central London. So, and what can you do that when you own? You just turn yourself upside down? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Won't all the blush rudge your, rudge your head? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's your back of the world. But when you get off of it, you think, bloody hell, it's so much better. Right, so you, uh, a little bit like the Batman does, hang upside down on an oh, inversion yeah. table. Yeah, a bit, bit of bat thinking and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Well, Hank, it's lovely to speak to you. Enjoy the rest of your holiday in France. We've had the TENS machine out, the little thing that you have sometimes when you're pregnant. It puts little electrodes on your back when you're watching telly. Rubber stretchy band doing me hamstrings whilst the TV's on. There's a theme going on there. And I'm currently wearing a Velcro belt under my shirt that makes me feel like the WBC welterweight champion. But none of it's working. So if there's any tips, I'd love to hear them. Linda from Cambridge says Bush had three sessions of acupuncture. I was very dubious it would work. But after the second session, I was on such a massive high that I stuck two fingers up at a speeding camera and then spent the next two weeks worrying that I'd get a speeding ticket and be arrested for the obscene gesture. She was slightly off red, going a bit rock and roll. Uh, thank you for people who've been getting in touch with cures and that. Uh, this text says, Bush, my dad used to lie on the floor, grab hold of either side of the door frame and get a couple of us kids to pull a leg each. I might give that a go. Uh, Angela from Stafford says, try reflexology. I was very sceptical, but tried it for my hip. And when I did cartwheels home. That's testament to it working, isn't it? We've got Rob on the line. Rob's got a good suggestion. What is it, Rob? Trust me on this. A tennis ball against a, against a wall, rub it up against your bum, right. your bum cheeks. <laughs> Just do a sexy, man, a sexy man dance, what I like to call it. It takes all the pain away. Really? So... Uh... Just rubbing up against the ball there will actually do some. Will actually work, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The uh, the sciatic nerve goes through your well, basically through your bum cheek, um, and you've got to massage your butt, your buttocks. Right. This is a lot of bum based chat here, Robert. I'll be honest with you <laughs> for us to be having. But it worked for you. If it worked for you, then I'll, I'll try anything if it works. Trust me, it does work. Good lad. Trust I'm going to get. I'm going to get a tennis ball. Where do you even get a tennis ball from these days? Oh, boy. Do you know what? This is, this is my opportunity to go. You know, every town has got an old-fashioned sports shop that sells uh, gum guards, uh, bull whips, tennis rackets, yeah. and tennis cricket balls. Pads. Cricket pack, exactly, boxes for cricket. I'm going to get myself a cricket ball. I'm uh, going to get myself a tennis ball, use it on my bum, standing up, see what happens. I'll get back to you. Trust me, it works. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Let me ask you a question. Are you having a good summer? Are you having a good summer so far? It's been all right, isn't it? Stuff's on fire, we're running out of water, but overall it's been good to work on the tan. And we're doing this sort of thing called uh, Mystery Sound of the Summer Holidays. And basically the summertime is made up of loads of little familiar sights and sounds. And each night this week, we're going to play you a sound of something that is so unbelievably summer holidays. And all we've got to do is guess what it is. Uh, well done to... Was it David last night? He won He won himself a hometime show tea towel by correctly guessing that the sound was the opening of a cornetto. Again, 100% summertime. So you ready for this? Tell the kids to be quiet and all that kind of stuff because this is important. Can you tell me what this incredibly summer holiday sound effect is? It's tough. I'll be honest with you, it is tough. But this thing is so summer holidays, it's unbelievable. One more time. What is it? What is it? It's a tough one. Who's this online? Any guesses? It's Dan from Blackburn. Dan, is it hot in Blackburn? Scorch you all. Car is saying 27 degrees. Get out of town, and where do you go when you're going to try and do a bit of um, like sunbathing and that in Blackburn? Where do you go? Uh, usually the uh, the back garden at home. Got a good garden, nice water feature and stuff like that. Proud of it. Put photos of it on Instagram and Facebook and that. <laughs> not quite, not quite Instagram worthy yet, but working on it. What's the main thing? I was going to come around your garden. What's the main attraction? 
uh, the newly laid decking. Check you out. Someone's doing all right for themselves. I yeah, I don't know about that, but it's, uh, yeah, mine and my dad's handiwork, so that's good. Fantastic father and son combo. Well, let's cut to the chase. What is the, the mystery sound of the summer holidays this evening? Is it the sound of getting into the loft or into the spare bedroom to get the suitcase? <laughs> that is very good. That is 100% summer holidays. It's good, but it's not right, Dan, but lovely to speak to you, mate. Oh, gutted. Never mind. Take care, fella. Cheers. Right then, who's this on the line right now? Oh, hi, it's Craig. Craig, have you had a good day? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. <laughs> good man. Do you know at this stage what you're having for tea this evening or is it all up for grabs? Um, I think it's a, uh, a cottage pie when I get home, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly 30 degrees, you're having cottage pie? Yeah, 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 no problem. <laughs> Look at that, as Brass, he's not bothered about it at all. I absolutely love that. What are you going to have on the side there? Peas or just like slice of bread and butter or what do you have with cottage pie? Probably just some gravy on it, to be honest with you. Simple life, uh, uh, Craig, yeah. but I kind of respect yeah. you for it. Well, listen, uh, let's find out then. Do you know what this secret sound of the summer holidays is? I think it's on pumping up and then spraying a uh, super soaker water pistol. Fantastic summer holiday iconic sound effect, but it's not right, my friends. Enjoy. At least you've got the cottage pie waiting for you when you get back. Enjoy. Thank you. Cheers. Hey, tell you what, no one has guessed tonight's mystery summer holiday sound thing that we're doing. A hometime tea towel is on the line. It's getting serious. We need to go back to the phones. Who's this? Oh, my God. Um, Camilla. Oh, my God, Camilla. It's good to speak to you. <laughs> Excellent. What have you been doing today, Camilla? You sound upper height in a good way. Um, I've just been... Um, well, my son forgot something for his job, so I had to drive it to his, uh, his place of work. And... Um, I just ended up booking myself on a meditation course on the way back, so all good. Wow, just your average Tuesday in Camilla's house. So what, what, what's your lad forgotten then if he, uh, at work that you needed? Uh, he um, he uh, works for a well-known retailer, uh, a supermarket chain, and he forgot his name badge and his coat, so I just... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's like that's a good parental lesson you can teach him there. He literally forget it if he had his name written on it, that kind of thing. That's the thing, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I'm not still sewing his name into his pants, so we've moved on. It's all right. Fantastic. I'm sure he, he's definitely got uh, red cheek, rosy cheeks after hearing you talk about this on the radio show, which is fantastic. Camilla, then let's get your <laughs> guess for this uh, mystery sound of the summer holidays. Um, no, we can't have two guesses. My child says. Um, hang on, I think it is the sound of the Velcro part of doing or undoing a tent. Oh, that's a very specific summer holiday sound. It's good, Camilla, but it's not right, I'm afraid. Oh, can I guess? No, you can't. Can I guess three? No, 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 one guess. Just Who's in the um, background there wanting another guess? Tallulah. Tallulah? What does Tallulah reckon it is? Get her to shout it out. Is it like Velcro sandals? It's not Velcro sandals. The Velcro-y oh. thing was last night. Sorry, guys. OK, oh, never mind. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Right, who's this on the line? Uh, it's Paul. Paul, where are you from? Uh, where are you right now? Uh, I am on the A38 driving between Birmingham and Derbyshire. Is it a good drive? You enjoying the drive so far? It's not a bad drive, it's okay. You know, do you, do you ever get well. back home sometimes and think, I didn't drive very well? Some, I have that sometimes, I think that was a bad drive, I drove bad. No, never have that. Never You're always a good driver. Always an outstanding driver. That is exactly Richie Firth, that's pure Firthisms you've come out with there, that's what, exactly what he'd say. Uh, well, let, let's, let's get your guess then, what do you reckon, my friend? So I reckon it's somebody uh, packing a suitcase and then squishing it down because it's far too full, and then zipping it up. 150% summer holiday vibes, but I'm afraid that is not the sound that we've got for you this evening. Oh, gutted. I was convinced. Well, listen, good to speak to you, and don't mess up your drive in the last little bit. You're nearly there. 
Cheers, pal. Right then, time for one more caller. Who is this, please? Colette from Belfast. Colette, uh, you sound like you mean business, and I like that about you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people have got this completely wrong. They haven't been anywhere near what the uh, the secret sound of the summer holidays is this evening. Uh, what do you do, Colette, and how's your day been? I'm a credit controller, and my day has been getting better because I've now finished work. <laughs> Fantastic. And what do you normally do when you finish work, then? Do you Are you a glass of wine type person? you go and play squash, or, or what is it that you do? A cool tin of Magners. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. Loads of ice in there as well. A bit of ice in your Magners. Oh, yes, definitely. This time of the year, definitely. <laughs> Good on you, Colette. You mean business. Uh, let me get your guess then as to what this secret sound is. Is it unwrapping a paddling pool? Oh, it's good, but it's not. A paddling pool being unwrapped is 100% summer holidays, but it's not the sound effect this evening, which means we've got a rollover. Oh, no. <laughs> it's good, but it's not right, but it's lovely to speak to you. Enjoy your evening and your Magnus. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate that. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We need to get serious. Although I battled on yesterday and got through to the end of the show, I was nearly completely sidelined by something that I bought thinking it was going to be a nice drink, and it wasn't. Uh, yesterday, I accidentally bought a cherry Capri Sun. I didn't realise it was cherry. I didn't really think it through. And I had a swig of it, and it nearly made me keel over. And do you know what? I'm, I'm glad it happened, though, because I had to sit down and just steady myself for a little bit. I'm glad it happened, because it made me think, kind of in broad sense, about the position of cherries as a flavour, as a thing in modern society. The relevancy of, of cherries in 2022, folks. Like, why do we still put up with it? That's the big question. Uh, does it really contribute to anything, cherry as a flavour? Ask yourself that question. First off, they taste the washing up liquids. Uh, cherries also... This is tough love, sorry, but I've got to say this. Terry's also... Uh, terry, now to do with terry. Cherries also kind of ride on the coattails of other foods. For example, the cherry on the top of a Bakewell tart. You don't really need it. Doesn't it really need to be on there? It's superfluous. So tonight, my friends, I'm going to be putting forward an official motion to officially retire cherry as a flavour, whether that's in food or drink or anything. And you know what? Make space for someone else. Maybe it's time for Loganberries to have a turn. So have a little bit of soul-searching the seat, maybe waiting in the car for someone, picking them up, or you just got in. Have a sit down and think, do cherries have a part in your life now? And maybe it's time just to let them go. Release like a dove and just say, let's just move on. Someone's tweeted saying, what about cherry tunes, the cough sweets? Have a word with yourself. Mike says, Bush, I've never disagreed with a thing you've said, ever. But uh, up until this moment, come on now. Uh, some people aren't happy. Although Jason Cannum says cherry squash is ranked as well, to be fair. You might be onto something here, Bush. It's dividing the nation 50-50. Dave says confectionery, though. It's the gift of the gods. Chewy, lollipop, starburst, Haribo, magic. Mike Croft says best fruit ever. Shame on you, Bush. Dan says, did you have cherry beer at the Isle of Wight Festival? It's the taste of the summer. No, Dan, it isn't, mate. And Rachel says, Bush, I agree with you 100%. Any cherry-flavoured drink is hideous. I don't, didn't mind it until I was about 11, but then I drank loads of neat soda stream... <laughs> neat soda stream flavouring at my auntie's house and vomed violently for hours. Can't stand the smell of any cherry-flavoured stuff now. This is how divisive cherry is. It's time to get cherry to step aside and let another fruit or flavouring have a go. Uh, John's just tweeted to say, I think the bigger issue here is that a middle-aged man is buying Capri Suns as a valid form of refreshment. Am I not allowed to buy Capri Suns now? Am I too old for a Capri Sun? My God, imagine that. Imagine you go take it to the front and the till. Sorry, mate, were you, what, are you 46? Can't have it, mate. 39's the limit on Capri Sun. You might want to take that back, try something different. Cheers. 
Uh, Kev from up north says, Cherries, Black Forest Gatto. That goes out of the food chain, we're doomed. Legend status, cakeage, says Kev. Uh, Thomas and Neitz says, went to Five Guys earlier, Bush. I had cherry-flavoured Dr Pepper. Extra cherry flavour in the cherry flavour drink. Some people, he thinks it confirms double cherry. We get the message. Some people just want to watch the world burn, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we've got Philippa on the line. Philippa, how are you doing? You OK? I'm really good, thank you. I'm in my garden, sweating. What are you doing in your garden? Cutting, chopping, digging. All the usuals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Philippa, very keen to get your view on cherry flavours, please. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I'm retching at the thought of it. (laughs) Literally retching. It's ghastly. Had a bad experience. Never want it in the public domain again. I was going to the Commonwealth Games. I was really excited. I was up for it. Up for the Games. On the way, my friend kindly offered me a can. It had a little cherry on the side. I didn't notice it. I should have been more careful. I drank it. Ghastly. The, really, you've got to do something to stop this. You've got to eradicate it completely from the community of beverages. 100%. We're trying to do like a big march on Trafalgar Square or something if this you know, gains momentum. What, what, what kind of drink was it? It was a 7-Up. See, there's seven a thing up, going cherry-flavored. on. Cherry-flavoured. Cherry-flavoured 7-Up. I mean, this, there's a weird thing that's going on at the moment. Same with Coke and everything as well, where they're trying to like sneak little flavours in. So you think you've picked up yeah. like normal Coke on the way home and they've got like a I mango know. in it or something. I know. It's, it should be stopped. It's false marketing, it's deceiving the public, it's not what we want. Stop it now. Philippa, fantastic. You can be our poster girl for this campaign, we appreciate it. Thank you. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.